Shalom Aleichem, this is Rabbi Kovacs, and our learning in Mishnah Yomi together continues for Shabbat Vayigash. It's Erev Shabbat now, also Asar Betevet, a fast day. And one real quick word, because it's interesting that Asar Betevet, we observe even on a Friday, if it were capable of being on, on Shabbos in a modern calendar, we'd even do it on Shabbos, even though no one died on Asar Betevet. So my Rosh Hashiva Zetzali explained to us, he said that nobody died, but the siege of Jerusalem began. The, the punishment began and in that generation, and still to this day, we didn't take it seriously enough on that day. And that's why it's a fast day that's a little bit more serious, perhaps, than other fast days, because right at the beginning of a problem, you have a greater opportunity to correct it. But back to Mishnah Yomi Land, we're in chapter 15, the last mission in chapter 15, Mishnah Yud. Niton li yavam biminindat hayam. A woman comes back from overseas and she said, I had a yavam, meaning a brother was born to my husband while we were overseas. So apparently she went overseas on an extended vacation with her mother-in-law. So it's, it's a bit of a miraculous uh, occurrence in the Mishnah today. So before she came and told us this, the chazaka, the assumption was she had no brothers for her husband. Her husband had no brothers. There was no yavam available. And of course, when there's no surviving brother, there's no yibam or chalitza. So now she's coming and telling us that mazel tov, there was a brother born to her husband while they were gone. Uh, Amra, and then she adds, met baili, my husband died, met yavami. And then afterwards, his little brother died as well, nebuch. Or Yevami, or the little brother died, and then afterwards her own husband died, we trust her. So she can go ahead and remarry somebody else, not a brother, of course, and marry someone from the Shuk, we call it, an outsider, without Yibam or Chalitza, because the presumption was her husband had no brothers, so she came and told us he had a brother, but Nebuch, they're both passed away now, so there's no change in her Chazakah. The mission continues. If she went with her husband and his brother overseas, she comes back. My husband died. Afterwards, his brother died. Or we don't trust her to say she's exempt from yibum. The mission explains why here. Sheena ishana menet, a woman is only believed is not believed to say that her brother to her husband died, she did not say that will enable her to marry anyone. Now, she's believed to say her own husband died to marry someone else, but she's not believed to say that her, the a man we knew to be alive when she left, the brother of her husband, she's not believed to say that he's died. The Mishnah adds a similar halacha, velo meta achoti, a woman is not believed to say that her sister died, that she can then go enter his house, meaning marry the husband of the sister she is alleging has deceased. And a man is not believed to come back from a trip and say, oh, my brother died overseas, that he can now go marry the wife at home in Yibam. Similarly, a man is not believed to come back and say, my wife died overseas, and I'd like to marry her sister. And the Gemara points out in all these cases, the people involved could marry somebody else. It's just they want to marry this specific person. We don't let them do it unless they get two reliable witnesses. We don't let them do it on the basis of their own testimony. As we explained in chapter 10, our sages were only lenient for a woman, a married woman, to not be stuck as an aguna if she has some sort of indication that her husband has passed away and she needs something to get remarried. Let's go on to chapter 16, the final chapter, the final parak of Yevamot. 
Her husband went overseas with his second wife. So I don't know why they left one of the wives at home. Okay, I'm not going to speculate. Uvo, and they came, meaning witnesses came. The Amrullah, and they told her, Met Bailich, Nebuch, your husband died overseas. Now, we don't know what happened to the co-wife. Lo Tinase, the wife left at home, can't get remarried. Velo Tityabem, and she can't marry a surviving brother in Yibam, until they know Shemamu Beret Hitzarata. Because maybe the co-wife who went on vacation too became pregnant. And if she has a viable offspring, then this this husband who's deceased had an heir and there's no mitzvah of Yibam. So they have to wait and find out what's with the co-wife and her child, if any. The Gemara, she can't even do chalitza at this point because they might have to, uh, you know, if they find out there's a, a child, her husband had a child, the chalitza was meaningless. And then she might go later marry a Cohen because it's a meaningless chalitza and somebody might get confused because they thought it was a real chalitza. So she's stuck until they really clarify what's the situation. Mishnah goes on, She had a mother-in-law, We don't have to worry that the mother-in-law had a new son, a new little brother was born to her husband, that she should, unless you know, of course, if you know, it's one thing, but if you don't know, we're not concerned that maybe over in Paris, France, her mother-in-law had another child to to the same father. Of course, has to be the same father to have a mitzvah yibam. But one wrinkle here, Yotzta Malaya, if the mother-in-law left town noticeably pregnant, Hosheshit, we should worry that maybe her husband now has a little brother and now she has a Yavam and they'd have to wait until he grows up and do Yibam Merchalitza. Rabbi Yehoshua Omer Eina Hosheshit. Rabbi Yehoshua says she does not have to worry even if the mother only was pregnant. His logic, the Gemara explains, is that not every pregnancy ends in a viable offspring and about half of those that do, it's a girl, not a boy. And it would only be a little brother who would be uh, make this woman need a Yibam or Chalitza before she can remarry. Bartner adds halachas, not like Rabbi Yeshua, we are hosheshet. We worry about things, you know, if if they, if they she was pregnant, we're worried. Maybe she had a son. And so too, if Am Yisrael is suffering, we need to worry that maybe we can do more to help our brothers and to help the matzah of Am Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael. Yeshar koach, Shabbat Shalom, Zagizunt.